again, everybody. It is time once again for Scoperp Soccer. Scoperp! An Orlando Pride podcast. This is episode number 33, and I'm your host, Michael Citro, the founder and managing editor of TheMainland.com. That's an independent website that covers your Orlando Pride, Orlando City, OCB, and all things soccer-related in the city. Beautiful. Joining me, as he always does, from Tallahassee, Florida, my co-host David Rowe is with me. Dave. It's our February uh, episode of Scope Herp. Nothing like uh, keeping it right to the uh, very end of the month there, huh? Well, I thought we'd have a lot more to talk about uh, yeah. with when it comes to the pride. We have uh, we still expect another signing at least before the season uh, starts or maybe before, maybe it's more accurate to say, uh, before the window closes, the transfer window closes, but we didn't know when the preseason schedule was released that it was a super secret preseason. Very, very secret. Hush, hush. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. The club is like doing nothing, like no outreach, like giving you no details whatsoever. It is, uh, it's a little strange. I will say, uh, to get no information. I mean, uh, usually, even when they closed the scrimmages in the preseason before there was always a like, Hey, uh, there was a preseason scrimmage and Marta scored from the penalty spot or whatever, you know, and there would be a final score or something. Not this year, nothing. You get nothing. In fact, I, uh, I asked the other night when we were uh, at the Orlando city game, I said, uh, did the Kansas city current get in trouble for saying that they scored a goal against the pride? Because that right now is the most information we've got out of any, any scrimmage that the pride, uh, has had this preseason. Look, I don't know what your problem is, Michael. Um, just because we cover the pride and we do a podcast, so doesn't mean that we should know what's going on. Gosh, why would you want your fans to have information? It, it, it it's really one of the weirdest things, the way that this team, this club approaches preseason, like it's like, okay, we get it. It's not, you're not game planning for these games. You're, you're, it's a scrimmage. Some of the rules aren't even like applicable to regular season games. Understood. All of that's understood. A fan base doesn't care about that. Largely, they don't care about the preseason results. They would, they would rather have their team win than lose or draw, but they don't really care. What they just want to know is, how are they doing? What are, what's going on? It, it you know they're not going to freak out if you lose, but at the same time they want to at least know: is anybody scored a goal? Well, not only that, but they've been waiting since the end of uh, the last match play last season to be like, hey, this team that I support, I'd really like to. I've missed this. I'd really like to watch them again. Is this the, a case of the pride trying to uh, to go with the absence makes the heart grow fonder? Like we're just not going to give you any information, and that way you're just like chomping at the bit to buy tickets for the first few games. Uh maybe I don't know. Um, guess we we should have asked about that when we had uh, Haley Carter on, see what the plan was. But of course, we weren't expecting anything like this, so I guess we couldn't. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, that's a way to go. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm kind of an old school marketing guy, and say. Build buzz, man. Build build some kind of excitement before the season. This is not the way to do it. Like it's sad that we don't mind the occasional uh you know cool picture or clip from training or something like that. We do. Yeah. It's nice. 
but we know there's matches being played and you know, yeah, they're preseason, but just come on, give with the info. Here's the thing. If you're not planning to announce any information from these games, why bother giving us the preseason schedule as a press release? I mean, who yeah. cares? Who, you right. know, it's like, what, what difference does it make if we get no information from the games? It's like knowing who they're playing isn't really helpful. If you, if we don't know what happened when they actually did. Yeah. And it's not even like you have to come out and be like, this was the score or, you know, uh, this is who scored. Um, you know, these are, are players of the match. You don't have to do anything like that. Just be like, you know, here's, here's a, you know, a couple of highlight items, just, just little tidbits of, you know, things that, that happened. It, like I say, again, doesn't have to be the score. It doesn't even have to be somebody having goal. It just, you know, somebody, Oh, we had a really good time playing against so-and-so, um, you know, it was, you know, well fought. We were able to work on this or that, uh, something, anything. Yeah. Anything would be better than nothing. Yeah. That's right what we're now saying. We're getting nothing. Um, disappointing, disappointing. That's all I'm saying. It's just, uh, it's really hard to build up excitement uh, when you don't really know what's going on. And, you know, the one thing we do know, however, was not a good, good thing. We, we learned that, uh, Megan Montefusco has been placed on the season ending injury list, uh, after foot surgery. That's, uh, that's, that's tough for Megan. We, we hope she gets a, a speedy and full recovery and, yeah, it was it was disappointing. Uh, it does affect the depth of the center back position. I guess the good news is that Kerry Lawrence will be returning from injury. Um, you got Tori Hansen on loan who can come back and play, and, and maybe they uh, maybe they sign Corey Dyke, their uh, uh, one of their draft picks out of Penn State who played center back the last year that she was in college. So there's options there, and and it's not a starter, but at the same time you you hate to suffer a blow to the team's depth. Um, this early and especially that when you consider that Megan may have started in games when Rafaela was not going to be available. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, she'll definitely be missed. It's, it was a right foot surgery. So they didn't just say lower body, uh, thing, which that was nice. Um, and it's, it's evidently a, a long-term issue she's been dealing with and they finally decided, okay, let's just get this taken care of. Um, so it like, as we know, it unfortunately takes her out for the season. But um, look, I've got plantar fasciitis, and if somebody could fix that and make it all better, that'd be cool. You'd be willing to sit out the season for that. I would. I would. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Well, understood. Uh, so, speedy uh, recovery, Megan. Uh, we're we're hopeful that you can uh, return and um, next year and and you know help this team win games. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to laugh because you were just—I—I I didn't mean to catch you at the end of a yawn, but I did. Yeah, well, it happens. It's been a, it's been a long day for everybody. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we hope Megan uh, does well and comes back. I believe uh, she will be under contract for one more year after this year. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what what the Pride are faced with now. So everybody else has to stay healthy. We also do want to uh, stay in with the uh, with the center back position, Dave. We want to wish uh, congratulations to Emily Madrill. Yeah, we do. Congrats on getting hitched, Emily. Yep. I saw that on social media and I was um, very happy 
for her and uh, her new spouse. Congratulations are definitely the word of the day. Um, you know, Michael and I are both married. I've even done it twice. Okay. Well, you know, you had your practice run. Yep. <laughs> Got better at it the second time. There you go. Well, but you know, I, but I'm not perfect. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm certain that um, Israel will be able to get it right the first time. There you go. All right. Well, there's still plenty to get to. We uh, we have a little discussion uh, about some of the newer Pride players that we will get to. Uh, we also want to talk about the new kits a little bit. Mm-hmm. The Citrus kit and the Phoenix kit. Two new kits in the same year. Unprecedented uh, as the league, uh, I guess, like re re uh, reimagines. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're just starting all over. Everybody gets new kits. It's a kit reset in the NWSL. Nike had so many good ideas that they couldn't wait another year. They had to put out two. Guess so. But we'll, yeah. get to, we'll get to those topics and also our mailbag box right after this. Dave, we're back and uh, it's been a month, uh, but we have to go look and see if there's any questions uh, in the mailbag box. I know people are a little bit out of uh, practice asking us anything, but they can ask us anything uh, here at Scope Perp Soccer. They just have to do it in uh, in one of a few ways. So before we go check, let me tell you those ways. One, email us, please, at themainland at gmail.com. Another way you can do it is hit us up on Twitter, and there's actually two places on Twitter you can do that. You can do it at either or both, at Scoperp Soccer, S-K-O-P-U-R-P, at Scoperp Soccer, or at the mainland. And use the hashtag AskScoperp. And then finally, you can go to themainland.com and click on the Scoperp Soccer page of that site and fill out the handy form. There's several ways you can ask us anything. Well, and Michael, I really hope that they do because, as you know, I love the mailbag box. I know. And um, one of the things I live for is your happiness when it comes to the mailbag box. As do I. And hopefully as do the readers and listeners. So uh, let's check the Gmail real quick. Uh, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling uh, optimistic, but I'm going to look. Well, while you're doing that, I will let you know that if you had any optimism for Twitter, just shut it down right now. There's nothing there. All right. So we got no questions in Twitter. We got nope. no questions in the Gmail. So, uh, I mean, they only had a month. It's, it's not very much time to write an email. It's not. Um, look, you know, we're very forgiving. We are. Um, these shows will come a little bit more often as the, the season starts up. Um, and if we had more news, we would do them more often. <laughs> it's been pretty quiet. Yeah. And that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go that that's why, why we haven't gotten anything because there's yeah. been nothing for anybody to ask any questions about. That's true. That is true. That's a, that's a good point. There's absolutely no, you can't talk to us about the preseason games that we haven't seen. Because, yeah, we can't even talk about them. No, can't talk about them. All right. Well, get your questions in next time at one of those uh, several ways that I just described. It wasn't long ago enough for you to have forgotten it. So hopefully it sunk in. Or just go back and listen to it. Yeah. You hit the, hit the back 15 second button or back 30 second, whatever it is, and yeah. until you find it. What, should we just wait here for that? 
Well, we could, but I, I feel <laughs> that's probably not good podcasting. So okay. maybe we shouldn't do that. Uh, let's move on to something else. All right. Well, firstly, let's wa- uh, let's move on to the fact that people can leave us a five star rating and review wherever they get their podcasts, mm-hmm. and that will like help that. us. That will help us be found by more people searching for women's soccer podcasts. And um, you know, if you don't feel like we're worth five stars, that's fine. Give us whatever you think we're worth and write a review. And if you happen to write a five star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll find it, we'll read it on the show, and we might even put it on our web page as a testimonial. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And Dave, we do have a brand new five-star rating and review. Well, I'm not going to say that 100% makes up for no questions in the mailbag box, but it goes a long, long way towards it. It does. And we want to uh, thank Shelby P844. That's All right. What's, that's who sent us the five-star rating and review. And the headline is best for pride coverage. Nice. Okay. Five stars. My friends introduced me to soccer and another turned me on to this podcast. Great analysis for a newcomer. And I assume for those that are longtime friends. Thanks, Michael and Dave. Awesome. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, Shelby. That was a a very nice, thoughtful review. We, uh, we appreciate that. And, uh, Dave, I, I love to tell you that our average rating is 5.0 out of five stars on Apple podcasts. I'm no math person, as the listeners probably know, but that sounds like we're pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. I like it. I like it. Uh, But we'd like to get more questions. uh, So ask us anything. Uh, We miss you, Brandy. Yes, we do. She still has the last question submitted. And, you know, we don't want to put it all on Brandy, though. I mean, we love hearing from Brandy, but let's everybody else help out, too. For sure. All right. Uh, so that'll do it for the mailbag box. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't really get to answer any questions, but uh, um, there's always next time. There is. All right, Dave, let us move on to new kits for the pride. Uh, I Well, I was about to say I like it. I like the topic. <laughs> I don't know if I like the kits yet. Let's take a look. Okay. Well, the uh, the kits, and, and that is plural, the uh, league is basically resetting its kits this year. Everybody's getting, I I don't know if everybody is, but the pride are getting two new kits, not just one. Yeah. Two. So not for the price of one, you're going to have to pay for both of them. Yeah. New home, new road kits. Uh, the, the highway women, uh, kit, which we liked very much, uh, only gets a a one year run out. That's, uh, that's tough. It is tough. That, that kind of, that stinks a little bit. Um, it it was a nice kit and look, doesn't mean you can't wear it. Maybe you can find one cheap now. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe you can get one less expensive. That's a good that's, point. That's the key. I mean, for me, the key is that you wait till the new kit comes out and they put the old one on sale. And if they have your size, then you got you got a deal. It's a roll of the dice, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's certainly a possibility. I don't recommend it because that's definitely a good way to get shut out. But yeah. you, you, you could get a, a deal. I've, I've gotten some good deals before. Yeah, as, as have I. All right. Well, so the purple kit uh, is going to be called the Phoenix kit, Dave. Yep. And uh, this was announced on uh, Tuesday uh, by the club. And then they're going to unveil everything on Wednesday. So uh, that's the day that this podcast drops for a lot of people. It it really drops on Tuesday night. 
if you subscribe. So that's the, the the dirty little secret is if you subscribe, you'll get it Tuesday evenings most of the time. And uh, if you wait for it to drop on our website, you're not going to get it till Wednesday morning. So good reason to subscribe is what you're saying. Very good reason to subscribe. You get it, get it quicker. You don't have to wait. It just goes right into your phone or tablet or whatever you're downloading uh, your podcast on. We're all of them. All the stuff. Uh, so, yeah, the the two new kits, Citrus and Phoenix. Citrus is the away, and uh, Phoenix is the home. I don't know why it's called Phoenix. I, I probably should have read the press release a little closer. But uh, as you and I are recording this, um, we haven't really had a time to really digest everything properly. Uh, here's what we we know. We've seen the kits, and probably by now you've seen them or seen pictures of them, right, by the time people are hearing this. Um, the bold statement is the citrus kit, right? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Of the two? Yeah. Yeah. So this one is an homage to the state of Florida and the citrus industry that built the state. And uh, it is, of course, this... Uh, very tangerine color and uh, and um, like a like a light teal green kind of looking thing. Uh, the, the pictures that I'm looking at uh, are pretty sharp and it, very striking and very different for the pride. And the, the, their their socks almost look like a peach color. It is very much like that. It's I, I would almost put it. It's a, what would typically be considered a goalkeeper color. Yeah, yeah. It's a, but it looks good. It does look good. I think uh, I think it's pretty spiffy. And, it's got uh, some. Uh, there's some layers. So you've got, as you mentioned, like the the peachy and tangerine uh, colors on the on the jersey, and there's some green. What I'm assuming are uh, uh, either leaves or stems of some sort, you know, associated with citrus fruits, kind of splattered in there. But uh, it looks. I, I I quite like it. I don't think I could pull it off because my red beard, but. Uh, my, my, my orangish beard probably wouldn't look good with that, but you for could, other you people blend right into the Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. My, my beard would just blend into the Jersey and people would be like, man, that Jersey is really weird. Why do you got to pull it up over your mouth? Um, yeah, you would, you would, uh, you would be like camouflaged. I, I that's true. I could blend in, but, uh, for others, it probably would look great. Yeah. Uh, you can get replica kits at uh, shoporlandopride.com. You can get them in the den at the stadium or uh, nwslshop.com. Uh, they will soon have replica goalkeeper jerseys as well uh, as part of a late spring release. Um, so, uh, again, the, the formal unveiling uh, Wednesday evening uh, at the kit party presented by Orlando Health. Everything's presented by Orlando Health, in case you didn't know that. And that is uh, at 6 p.m. Wednesday at the Orlando Regional History Center. Dave, I've never been there. I should probably go there. Probably should. I'm not going. It's a longer drive for me. Yeah. Uh, it will be held inside the venue's Citrus Exhibit. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I think so, too. So, yeah, this, uh, this is an interesting year with, with two new kits. Let's talk a little bit about the... Uh, Phoenix kit, which is the purple kit. And this one, Dave is like a, it's like a, got a diagonal, um, pattern. Uh, I don't know if you call that a gradient where it's like a, it goes from like purple to a, like a darker purple or like a, like a, 
like a dark blue to a, a purple. And I, but I love the pride blue number on the shorts. That's the best part of this kit, to be honest, is that that pride blue on a very, you know, dark purple background on the shorts looks Mm-hmm. looks very very good the the jersey itself and so it's not like a sash type separation it's more that uh from if you want to imagine from your right armpit down to your left hip there's a separation where the two colors where the the more bluish color or lighter purple and the the dark purple kind of blend together yeah i think that's the pride blue it's kind of, it's hard to tell on a photo it um, is because if it is, it's different than the pride blue on the shorts, which is that that's what makes yeah, it tough. Yeah. The, the lighting it, and, and I think the same thing, it's difficult to properly photograph um, kits. Like I remember when the, when Orlando city released their new uh, vintage uh, throwback kits uh, for the road, everybody didn't like them because they were plain white, but they're not white. They're lavender, but it's it, in photos. It's really hard to tell they're lavender. It is. And even, you know, if you get a close up one, when you can kind of see it, but as soon as you step back from it, then it looks white again, which is, it's a, it's a neat effect, but, and it'll be interesting to see what it looks like on TV, but that means it'll also be interesting to see what is actually going on with this Phoenix kit. Yeah. So it's, it's a two tone purple gradient is what it is. It's because it says it on the, on the press release. So, Okay. <laughs> All right, well, there you have it. Gradient running diagonally from the top to bottom on the jersey. The Nike logos, player name, and number are also displayed in the team's iconic Eola blue. All right, that should look good. Well, yeah. hopefully, it won't blend in too much, uh, like we had with those uh, those white letters on the uh, <laughs> on the white kit. Yeah, I uh, I like it. I like the kit, and um, I like both of them. I think they did a pretty good job with both of them. Um, yeah. The home one is a little bit less um, striking, ornate than than what they've had the last couple of uh, iterations. But um, but it's good. It's a good shirt, and and that's what you want. You want your you want your team to have a cool looking kit, and I think the pride have that. They do, and I am looking forward to hearing what the story behind why it's called Phoenix. Yeah, um, but anyway, the uh, so uh, two new kits to choose from this year, and um, yeah, I think that the the club in the first few years they weren't always getting it right but i feel like they're they've really been getting it right the last several years oh without a doubt i have people who are not pride fans who will mention to me you know how good some of the kids have been yeah um and i think the pride figured it out before orlando city i think it took orlando city a, a few extra years to to start having really cool kits yeah yeah and, and now they're doing a really good job yeah all right uh so uh, Phoenix and Citrus, go get your new shirt. It's they're cool. All the cool kids are doing it these days. They are absolutely. All right, Dave. Before we get out of here, let's have a little discussion about the Pride, and uh, because we don't really have any news, uh, you know, we we really haven't been able to to follow what they've been doing. So uh, we're gonna have just a little fun discussion, and that fun discussion is which Pride player, Dave, do you want to? Are you the most excited about seeing play? this year uh that is a excellent discussion and i i have an answer for you michael oh i'm glad i'm most excited i think 
because uh, we're only talking about you know new additions to see Simone Charlie play. I want to see I want to see what she can do up top. I'm yeah. looking forward to that because you know that we've had you know goals have been a struggle somewhat, and and with Messiah Bright being gone, um, I'm 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 excited for that. I want to see I'm going to see how she does, how she what what she brings to the team. Yeah, and I'm hoping that 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 the pride will sign another forward before the season starts. Uh, but uh, for now it looks like uh, Simone, Charlie and Allie Watt, maybe the, the two players tasked with playing up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I was going to say Simone, Charlie as well, but now I will change direction since you said Simone, Charlie. So we'll just have different players that we can talk about. All right. Well, then, <laughs> but I, I agree with you. I think yeah. a, a cool, um, for Simone to come back from her injury strong, it would be it would be great to see how she does. She's a player that when she went to Angel City, that was a player that I thought like, oh, yeah, it would have been nice to have been able to swing a deal for her. Uh, so now hopefully she can return to form and uh, put the ball in the net. Yeah. All right. Well, then who else? All right. I'm glad you asked. I am going to say a player that I would love to see ref- again. Uh, shake off some recent injuries and return to some semblance of her best form. That is midfielder Morgan Gatrot. I think she is a player who has been played at a very, very high level in the international stage. And if she can stay healthy, uh, she'll help the pride win the ball back and uh, go from defense to offense. And that's really where uh, the pride need the most help is to, not only get takeaways, but also maintain possession. And Morgan is a player that can help the team do that. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what she brings to the, the, uh, the, this Seb Hines group of, of players, because um, if this team, Dave, if they can keep more possession and turn more defensive takeaways into goals, they could make the playoffs in 2024. Absolutely. And I, I won't say that I read your mind more so that I just, that was my second choice as well on this was, was Morgan. Um, I'm very excited to see what she can do. You know, we, we talked to, uh, Haley Carter, she mentioned that, um, the, the good folks at Orlando health are doing an excellent job and that their medical staff for the club is top notch and, and because of that, they're confident in her ability to to come back and Simone as well to come back from those type of injuries and to maintain uh, good form uh, after that. And then, as I've mentioned before, playing on the sweet, sweet grass of Interim Coast Stadium, it just it's so lovely and so much better uh, for preventing injuries than that all those ugly turf fields that are out there. Yeah, although I don't think either of them played on turf at their previous stop. So no, but it's still nice to play <laughs> on the sweet, sweet grass. It is. It is. All right. Well, uh, it was a short and sweet discussion, but it's a, it's also going to be a short and sweet episode thirty three of Scoperp Soccer because uh, that's that's it. We didn't we didn't get a lot of news out of the club this month, so uh, we we wait. We go forward and we try to uh, to have more shows in the month of March. We, we can only bring you what information is out there. And there just wasn't a lot out there this time, guys and girls and other. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Pretty- we we want it. We want to do more. <laughs> and we will. The season. We will. Yep. Coming. All right, Dave. Well, we do know that they have uh club's got a couple of upcoming preseason friendlies. We probably won't get any information out of them, but they are college teams. They're going to be playing Florida state and the university of Florida this weekend. So, uh, go pride. Hopefully somebody lets some information come out. So we at least have some talking point. I'll, uh, I'll reach out in my community to see if I can't find something out about at least the Florida state one. Yeah. A lot of the times, uh, even if the other team and releases information, it's usually about their team and not about the, you know, who scored for the opposition kind of thing. Yeah. Like I say, I'll see what I can do. No promises. All right. Well, as I said, that's it for episode 33. Thank you for listening. Uh, we do hope that you get some questions and, uh, ask us anything for the next show. And, uh, we are looking forward to the 2024 Orlando Pride season. We're looking forward to seeing those sweet Phoenix and Citrus kits. Uh, they will start on the road, so they will probably we will probably see the Citrus ones first. Very cool. And uh, then uh, then we'll get to see the Phoenix ones. So anyway, that will do it. We will uh, be back in March. How many times? That's kind of up to the club. It is. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you can follow Dave on Twitter at Mainland Dave. You can follow me at Mainland Michael, and you can follow Scoperp Soccer at Scoperp Soccer, and you can follow the Mainland at the Mainland. So four different Twitter accounts you can follow uh, if you're still on Twitter. If you're not, maybe you're on Blue Sky, where you can follow the Mainland at the Mainland.bsky.social or just search for the mainland and we'll pop up. You can also follow Dave over there at mainlanddave.bsky.social. You can follow us on Facebook and like us over there, the mainland. And uh, also you can uh, go to the mainland.com, read our stuff, but make sure that you are downloading and subscribed to this particular podcast. And we'd love to have a five-star rating and review from you. Just like we had just a few days ago, actually, just last Monday, um, we got that new five-star rating and review. So we're, we're very excited about that. Thanks again to Shelby. Yes, thank you indeed. All right, that will do it. I am the host, Michael Citro, the host of this program. And I will sign off the way I always do by uh, saying on behalf of my co-host, David Rowe, go pride, scope herp. <laughs>